0: You're just hungry. Everyone's hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm just not even gonna go there right now and try and like solve this problem because it's not even about that. Let's go get some food.
1: Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Ann Tuttle Brown. What's today's question, Ann? Today's
0: question comes from a type 3 mom. She has three-year-old twins, type 3 and type 2. I often feel overwhelmed by my twins. What has become most difficult is their whining. It starts in the morning when they wake up crying or whining for no reason that I can see. Lately, the whining has taken over to an extent that I cannot bear with both girls, but more so with my type 2. Her general tone of voice is whining, crying, or screaming. Even if she just wants something simple, more water in her cup, a different puzzle, with her being a type 2, I am trying to give her special mom time or kneel down when I speak to her or touch her gently, but my patience is running out.
1: Well, first of all, I love this question because whining is a part of the childhood experience. Being a parent, you deal with whining. So we're really going to help you today with how to stop the whining. Because I think part of it is we accept it as sort of normal kid behavior. But really, is it? That you just put up with and get frustrated with. Yeah, that somehow (laughs) whining comes with having kids. Mm -hmm. And what if you could eliminate whining? What if there was a strategy that you could actually... Remove it from. Tell us,
0: Child Whisper, how do you do it? How do you stop <laughs> how do you get the, rid whining? Of the whining?
1: <laughs> well, in this case, um, I'm going to speak specifically to this mom scenario, and then we're going to look at the four types. So you can actually type the whine. <laughs> you can look at how they, how a child whines. There's different qualities of whininess that actually are very true to types. This will be interesting to say, mm-hmm. Is, you know. You could profile your children according to their whining. You can type everything. That's right. So so, in this mom's case, she's a type three. Yeah, and the other twin's a type three. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at that right away, saying, "Well, the type two child, which is the more subdued, gentle nature, is sandwiched in between two higher movement, push forward, uh, move swift energies." And so there's a good chance they, her, subtle clues and requests weren't noted. And she had to amp it up to get her needs met.
0: And she's just been doing it for, she's three years old and so has just been used to doing it,
1: communicating that way? Yeah, it could be. It's like, well, my type two children are the more typical whiners because they Mm -hmm. have an emotional connection to the world. So whining is this emotional expression of some need is not met. And an interesting thing that parents do with whining is they'll respond to it because they want to stop the whining. Yet in responding to the whine and kind of catering to the request of the whine teaches your child, this is an appropriate form of communication. This is working. It works. Mm-hmm. You're listening to me now. You're paying attention. So in this kind of backwards way, we train a child to whine. Mm-hmm. It becomes a second language for them. And In an effort to stop the whine, you're actually encouraging the whine. And so that's the thing, you know, how much have you supported a child's needs when they whine? Because you thought this will stop it. And yet it does train them to use that strategy again. And it's a subconscious message that just says, this is how you communicate and I will meet your needs. So you've got to retrain your children.
0: That can take time. I yes, think as, I think as parents we can whine to the whine too. Yeah. What do you need? Stop whining. You know, and that's like, true. What happens to the
1: kid? They only get more defensive and well, I mean... Yeah, we're both the parents whining and the child's <laughs> whining now because you've you're expressing yourself through an emotional filter. It's like it's all emotional. There's upset, there's stress being expressed. And so you've got to train yourself first to stay sort of st- stabilize yourself to not go into that emotional response of upset, frustration, however you go there to try and stop your child from whining. I think
0: it's important to have like three phrases that you go to that you can say calmly, use your voice. What do you need? I'm listening to you. I have a type two son who's almost, he's two years old and he, I, I know there's a tendency for type twos to whine. Typically, type twos speak a little bit later. And mm-hmm. so in mumble, they have softer tone of mm-hmm. voice. And so he has done a lot of, like, grunting or pointing and, you know. And so I, w- I tried teaching him some signs. That h- that has been helpful. But also I'll say, I'm listening. What do you need? Show me mm-hmm. or use your words. And so that has that has helped because he'll just want to say Mm and point.
1: And, and, and so you I'm, have a choice at that moment mm-hmm. to just respond.
0: Yeah, and I've caught myself responding being like, wait, no. I want to train him to use, yeah. use his words, to speak up, to voice that. And knowing he's a type two has helped me really be motivated to do that. So
1: he yeah. has those, those words and tools. Mm-hmm. So rather than say, stop your whining, what else could you, you know, what, those statements you've just shared, use your voice. Now, we have a family member that I consider a master at this. <laughs> it was my type four son-in-law our oldest daughter's husband, I have witnessed him in every case that children have used emotional expressions through their voice that we could call whining. He stays very placid, very steady, and he tells them to approach it differently. Talk to me, use your words. He'll even say, you know that won't work with me. But he and he gives them his full attention. He's engaged, he's present, and he's inviting them to get calm, ground themselves basically, and share what they want. And he's right there. He will engage with them, he'll show up for them. He's not, he's not distracted doing something else, saying, Stop whining or Tell me what you want while you're doing something. Yeah. yeah, no, he's fully present. I've been, I've told him, I've said, you are so steady with this. he's trained his children that in order to be heard, they need to use a different approach.
0: I think that's so respectful of the children in a way he's saying, I know that you can speak you can say what yes. you want and, and I will hear you yeah and to be able to say like I- there, I expect more of you, and I know that you can do it. Like yes. I think that's really empowering to a kid to be able to say, mm-hmm. my dad's looking at me. Okay, I want to tell him, what do I need? Yeah. And in the long haul, as an adult,
1: those qualities are really going to benefit you to be able to speak up and say what you want clearly. And they have four boys, one of each type, and they actually shift pretty quick to – communicate well in they a more know calm what way. dad
0: expects from them what about type one mom <laughs> <laughs> she's not as consistent <laughs>
1: Exactly.
0: she knows that's it. why i think you need those like three go-to <laughs> phrases where you just like I reach Can you repeat okay. those again what is it well what i've used is i hear you use your voice what do you need i'm here for you like just and just those it doesn't have to be long and short and then you say no use your words use your words what do you, mm-hmm. you know, and you can, I will even say, say, mom, I'd like some water, please. Right. Rather than just pointing, rr, you know, and that's mm-hmm. not whining necessarily, but it could, if I wasn't listening, mm-hmm. could, and over time he would know all I have to do is just mm, get mom's attention right. through some sort of noise. Mm-hmm. And so just even at that young age saying,
1: what do you need? What do you need? And give them the words to use back to you. A setting I see this happening, and let's say you're shopping at the grocery store your child's a little tired, you may have been running a bunch of errands and you run into a friend. And now your child's tired and kind of like wanting to be complete with this experience. and you start chatting with your friend. And now they want your attention. and you you know give them a moment of Shh, okay, just a minute, and you keep chatting with your friend. And your child ramps it up. And they get more whiny because they're not being heard. And there's a physical issue now presenting itself. They're tired. They could be hungry. It, they've they've reached their point of getting yeah, in the this car anymore. or the cart. <laughs> and moms then tend to give the priority to the friend. Oh, I've been there. For and sure. overlook the child and then think, my child is just interrupting me. It's kind of a nuisance. It's like, well, not really, considering the scenario and the bigger picture of that child. Yeah, maybe in the best interest to say, hey, it's fun to see you. I'll give you a call. You know, send me a text. You know, you you set up an opportunity to connect at another time and recognize I can't put – my child's met their limit. Or what I've –
0: I've been in that scenario, and I'm just like quiet, 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 you know, just like pushing him to the – if I were to say excuse me to my friend – Give my child that attention and say, Mom's talking to her friend right now. It'll just be a couple more minutes. Can I, you know, like give them that one on one attention and know that, like, because I've been like, Oh, I'm talking. Like, I don't want to, you know, it's embarrassing or whatever to like deal with the situation. Like, just talk to your kid, communicate and say, It'll just be a minute longer. Thank you. I appreciate your patience. Or like you said, if it's just like gotten too far, just cut it off and get out of the store as fast as you can.
1: There's really two things to consider is, is the wine being driven by a physical need? Mm-hmm. Tiredness, hunger, the uh, child's just susceptible to being cranky.
0: Hangry. Hangry.
1: <laughs> we do that as adults because we're not, we're, we haven't gotten the sleep we need or we're, we're more quick to get emotional. Or is the wine being driven by an unmet emotional need? So that's the first question to ask yourself. Where is this coming from? Is it an unmet physical need of the moment? Is it an unmet emotional need? They're not with being me. heard. They're not being supported.
0: As far as the physical needs go, I've been there with my kids before where I'm, like, trying to resolve this issue. And then I'm just like, you're just hungry. Everyone's hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm just not even going to go there right now and try and, like, solve this problem because it's not even about that. Let's go get some food. And I always love when it's that because it's a simple solution of some food. All right, let's talk about the different types of wine. Type 1.
1: Our our type 1 child is what we call in the child whisperer the fun-loving child. They have an upward, bright, animated nature. They have an up and out movement. They have more bounce to their step. They have that rise and fall quality to their movement. And so their wine's going to sound very pitchy, kind of squeaky, screaming. My type one nephew, I was on my phone, on the phone with my sister. It was a
0: squeal. He was a high pitch (laughs) So Yeah, very pitchy. high, And I think it could probably last long, last shorter too, kind of. Connect-disconnect quality. The type 2 wine is going to be more the standard wine, long and drawn out, and it will be harder to distract them.
1: In With getting some them... tears possibly, yeah. crying. Mm-hmm. Mom. Like They'll sing. Mm. Where the type 1 would be like, Mom. <laughs> the type 2 would be, Mom. Kind of yeah. that falling down, yeah. I like mean, falling a, of
0: the pitch. Pretty amazing. It's that. Wave that S curve, that moving. A little bit of a
1: martyr energy coming Mm -hmm. along with it, like the poor me. The sad.
0: Whereas a Type Three, it will be mad. Is the feeling that will come with putting your foot down and demanding, demanding. and it will be very like extreme. My daughter will do that. Where I'm like, all of a sudden now, like today was the worst day ever, and it's like, whoa! Like she goes big with her, with her whining,
1: and not. It's not passion (laughs) with the wine. Type four. A judgment or a critique, it often sounds like, I hate you. I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> There's know. this extreme expression of uh, judgment. Probably that some stupid. Things are so bad. This is so stupid. You're not listening to me. Nobody very... listens to me. Yeah, it'll be very
0: mm-hmm,
1: outside those judgments and critiques.
0: And so... But now that you
1: can type your children by their wine, <laughs> you'll be able to make that adjustment and... Rather than judge it to be a nuisance, recognize you have some steps. So let's get into this week's practice, Anne. Step one, notice what's driving the whine. Is the unmet need physical
0: or emotional? And then train your child to ask for what they need respectfully. Use that toolbox of phrases we gave you. Come up with some for your own and be patient in that process because it's retraining both yourself and your child.
1: So there's a good chance you'll be able to use these tools this week. (laughs) Count on it. Be glad you have them. And rather, what if, what if you could have a wine-free or wineless child? You know, I I think that's an interesting concept to consider that it kind of comes with the childhood experience. Yet, as this mother, going back to our question, it's become the norm whining should be the exception not the norm and in her case where it's now become the norm sort of the set point there's an opportunity for looking at what's driving this what's the unmet need and then i need to do some behavior modification and train my children how to ask for what they want because possibly you have trained them that the wine works very well